May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. We are gathered here to celebrate the feast of St. Peter, the Apostle. St. Peter, of course, is one of the most important of the Twelve Apostles in that he often acts as the spokesperson for the Twelve. He is their leader uh, as they follow Jesus. And I wanted to spend some time using the example of Simon Peter today in order to talk a little bit about the church, because the promises that are given to St. Peter are given to the whole church. We hear that this morning in our reading from the Gospel according to St. Matthew, where Jesus blesses Peter for his recognition that Jesus is the Son of God and promises him that he is the rock on which the church will be built and that gives him the power of the keys. That which you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. That which you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And so I think that that there are four main points that we can take away about what the church is from our readings today. So the first thing that we need to be aware of is that the church is divinely originated. The church is divinely originated. Every human institution or organization tends to derive itself from human beings. Maybe they have a mutual affiliation, a mutual worldview, a mutual goal, you know, your HOA might have the mutual goal of making your neighborhood beautiful. Your political party may have a certain goal of reaching what we think of as human flourishing through whatever means your particular political preference might emphasize. But these are all human-originated institutions, which means that they came into existence at a given point in time and that they will eventually fail, that they will fall apart, that they will collapse, that they will rot. What we know about the church is that this is not so. The church is not founded around a mutual affiliation that we might have. It's not because we live in the same place. It's not because we look alike, sound alike, or even think alike on every single issue. There is a sense in which we have the same mind, which is in Christ Jesus, but that I don't think means that that there's a a kind of monolithic uh, mentality that all of us must have. Rather, what we, what we, when we talk about the church, we're affirming that the church is divinely originated, that it does not arise merely from human uh, affiliations, but that it actually comes to us from, uh, from God himself. And so it's divinely originated. It will not fail. But at the same time, we have to acknowledge that the church is made up of flawed human beings. I mean, St. Peter is an example of this in that he fails He denies Christ three times and has to be restored to his ministry. We look around the church, and it's hard sometimes to see how the church is divinely originated, but that is the point. The church is a hospital for sinners, not a museum of saints. And so, yes, we look around at the church, and we see it fall into disrepair at times, at least on the surface level, but we know that in spite of the human failings that God is always faithful to us. And it should be mentioned in conjunction with this, the third aspect of the church is that the church has been given the power of the keys to bind and loose. The church has the authority. Binding and loosing are rabbinical terms where a rabbi would apply the law that God had given Israel in a certain way. So they might bind it or loose it. They might, they might bind something by restricting it on the Sabbath day. Hey, you can't do that. That counts as work. Or they might loose it and say, hey, that's actually not work. It's okay to do that thing. So when we have questions about our faith, when we want to know what's in or what's out, when we want to know the right thing to do in terms of of our practice, 
the liturgy or the or the or the devotions that we do, we look to the church. Specifically, we look to our bishops, uh, Bishop Chad and and the House of Bishops of the APA and the G three churches. But we look there first, and then we look outwards at the great traditions of the church and see what the church says about a given topic. But through it all, we all must. Remember what Jesus says to St. Peter here, and this is the final thing to take away about the church, which is that the gates of hell will not prevail against it. The church will be victorious in the end because this is the body of Christ, and he who has begun a good work in us will be faithful to complete it in the day of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.